Hey, welcome to the first episode of the Subi and You podcast. My name is Raphael, and I'll be your host as we go through this journey of talking to Subaru owners and their adventures, also talking about their builds. I hope everybody's having a good day. Um, thank you for stopping by and checking out this episode. Uh, I have Jen on the first episode. She, You might know her by Ghost X Trek on Instagram. Uh, she also is the owner of Eccentric Designs. So we will get into uh, where she came up with the names for both of those and talk about her build um, and also about her business. Give you a little bit of information about me and my car, my Subaru. I have a 2021 base model manual Crosstrek. And I had been wanting this car for years. The first time I saw one was back in 2013. It was an orange color, and I really liked the black accents, uh, how they contrasted against the orange color, and just the black accents, period. I mean, it just seemed to like really make the car. So I had been, kind of had my eye on one for a really long time, and um, I knew that I, I had a, a Kia Forte before that uh, hatchback. And I knew that my next car was going to be a Crosstrek, and I finally got to the point where I was able to make it happen, and I'm so glad I did. And within three days of owning the car, I decided I wanted to do a podcast because I was getting connected with every everybody out there. And um, I thought that it might be cool to give people a uh, platform to voice their passion for their cars because all of you are posting on Instagram, you're putting pictures, you're giving little descriptions, some videos here and there, putting your build partners, um, your sponsors. But I wanted to be able to give you the opportunity to go to expand upon just pictures and some written words and for people to hear you talk about your cars, which I know you're all very passionate about. Um, so that's why I started this podcast and I hope that you enjoy it. I hope that you can get something from it. Also want it to be a resource for new people to the community, to the Subaru community. And, um, somebody's wanting to do a specific mod, uh, kind of figure out who, what brands people like, um, where you can go to, you know, have certain things installed depending on what city you're in. I know some people have their lift kits and tires and wheels installed by shop. So, you know, if there's somebody in the area that wants to get one done, that kind of recommendation and just uh, really just what you enjoy about your car and why you bought one in the first place and what you enjoy about it. Um, so getting back to mine, uh, the first thing that I started doing with mine is putting some decals on it that I bought from Eccentric Designs. And uh, right now, that's really all I'm able to do. Uh, I definitely want to do some more things when I get a skid plate next um, and uh, whatever else I'm able to afford to do. Um, so it's not not easy. It's, it's not cheap with some of the stuff, but definitely worth it for sure. Um, so I, I really, really love my car. I walk away from it every time and I'm like, man, that thing looks awesome. So... Uh, yeah, I decided to go with the white because that's what was available in a manual. It wasn't easy to get a hold of mine. I had to go four and a half hours away. Not me personally, but my salesman had to drive four and a half hours away to get the car that I wanted. And I'm very thankful for it. 
So anyway, um, let's go ahead and get into the episode. And uh, you can hear from Jen talk about her passion for her car and for her business and how she's wanting to help others um, personalize their car. And uh, I hope you enjoy this. And if you're listening to it and you want to be a guest on the podcast, just reach out to me on Instagram. I go by Pearl the Crosstrek. And uh, we'll see about getting you on. Anyway, hope you enjoy it. Uh, here we go. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Jen. I am the owner of Ghost X Trek. On you, you'll see on Instagram, I guess. And I am also the owner of the new Eccentric Designs, which is custom overlays and decals for Subarus. Yeah, I know a little bit about those decals since I have a few. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm very very thankful for the custom work that you do because uh, I really like them. You did the Texas one for me for my um, reflectors on my 2021 Crosstrek, and you've done the um, the Houston Skyline, and then you helped me brand my car with the name Pearl. And Yay. Then, yeah, and then you sent me your um, a logo for our decal for your um, logo, so I've got that on there now too. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, you know, might as well advertise it. And I appreciate it. Like, how did you end up coming up with the name Ghost X Trek? Um, well, I pretty much based it off of the color of the car. I'm so original in that sense. Um, and I pretty much had the ghost theme in mind the entire time. It was, it was either going to be Ghost or it was going to be Casper. Yeah. And... You know, I was thinking about it. My first car was an 07 VW Beetle named Toby. And I was like, I've done the cutesy. I was like, I, yeah. I want an aggressive, like more my style type of car. And so like Ghost just seemed to fit. And so hence Ghost Trek. Yeah, I, I really liked it. Because I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, that car looks really cool. And I like the name and I like the logo. So that was really cool. So did did you have any other names in mind at all, or was I mean, other than Casper, or was it either <laughs> was it just gonna be Casper and then it just became Ghost X Trek? Um, I was trying to think, and I think I had maybe stuff like Apollo or something like it was like all pretty much color themed, um, and then like Greek gods or something. I was like, okay, let's tone it back a little bit, <laughs> yeah. and then I was just like, no, Ghost is definitely it. We'll do that. Yeah, it's definitely fitting for the car, for sure. So what what is it that influenced your decision to buy a Subaru, and then why a Crosstrek? Um, there were a couple factors. Um, mainly, I was really sick of driving a small car. I, I love the Beetle, but I have two dogs, and I like to haul stuff. I'm always doing projects at home, so... I wanted a bigger vehicle and I wanted something that was safe and reliable because I mean, before COVID, I was actually driving, you know, 25 minutes each way to work. So I was taking the highway and I just, I just didn't feel comfortable on those roads in the small little beetle. And so I was ready to upgrade. And beyond that, 
Um, my husband works at the Indiana Subaru plant, which is the only U.S. based plant. And yeah, so we actually uh, get little incentives for buying Subarus. So I got a little bit of a discount um, and kickback from that. So that was kind of an extra push because I was looking at like the RAV4. I I liked that a lot in terms of looks, but I knew I needed an all-wheel drive car because we have, you know, we can have rough winters here where we get a good amount of snow. Um, So I needed that, but like RAV4s, like they're, they're expensive and you have to pay extra to get all-wheel drive. And I just, I didn't want to spend all that money. It was like the Subaru ticked every box. It was safety. It was the right price. And it looked good, the Crosstrek. And so I was sold. And yeah. I do not regret that decision at all. Yeah. And it's it's nice that they're all all-wheel drive. You don't have yes. to an upgrade. So that definitely is a good benefit to it. So yeah, my, I was going to ask if there were any other ones you were looking at. But yeah, the, I mean, the RAV4s do look nice for sure. Um, but yeah, cost was definitely an issue for me. Um, affordability and mm-hmm. uh, I bought mine because I wanted the ability to go off off road. So, you know, I was going to find places to take it off road. Yeah. No, no matter what it took. So, what what year is your car, and then what trim level is it? Uh, mine is a 2020 Limited. I got it first thing in January, um, January 11th, to be exact. Yeah. I, I will not forget the date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, special date. So, yeah, I, I got the limited trim because I really wanted those extra perks of like the LED headlights. Um, yeah. I like the leather seats, you know, things like that. That I didn't have some of that stuff in my old car. Like, heck, I didn't have anything in my old car except a nice stereo system and seat warmers. So I was like, we're going all in. This is my first vehicle purchase. I'm going to do this. Let's make it nice. Yeah. So, so it was an easy you- decision. When you bought your Crosstrek or even before that, did you have any idea you would be like, oh, I want to add all this stuff to my car and decals and roof racks and and, and, and all that? Or, <laughs> or were you just like, I just want to buy this car because it's all wheel drive and it's bigger and it's, it's you know, safer and, and I like it? Uh, well, it started out just, I just need a new vehicle. I need something nice and it ticked all the boxes. So I thought I would be done with that. But, you know, as I was doing more research and diving into Instagram, finding all the awesome builds that are on there, I was like, okay, need to do this, this, this. So I made like a list in my phone and it started off with like small, cheap mods all the way up to the big boys, like lift kits and new wheels and everything like that. Um, but I was like, I don't know how to do any of that. So we'll just we'll just do decals or something on it. And that's what I thought I was going to do going in. But as soon as I took that car off the lot, that all changed. <laughs> like, no joke. <laughs> yeah. So what, what was the first thing that you added to your car? Um, actually, it was just decals. Uh, I added my very first thing were the front, rear, and uh, steering wheel Subaru emblems. I covered those up with uh, black and white ones. Yeah. And where did you get those? I actually made them myself. I I kind of had in mind I wanted to do everything I could do on my own first. Okay. And whatever cheap mods I could do, I wanted to do first. So, yeah, I I just made the template myself and started going to town. 
That's good. Yeah. It's uh it's nice if you can do things on your own for sure. Um so are there like mods that you or I guess that you really want that you haven't been able to get yet or do yet? Um well I I like to say this. A couple months ago I was like, I'm done. I don't need anything else. I'm good. But um I got my lift kit back in what was it? August, I believe, and the new wheels, um, which is great, but mm. you know, you gotta, you gotta finish it off by protecting underneath and getting skid plates. So that would probably be the next thing that I want to get. I've just yeah. kind of held off because I mean, it, they are pricey and here in Indiana, it's just cornfields. It's, it's like what everyone thinks of it. Cornfields, flatland, you know, gravel roads, that's about it. So it's like there's not a high priority to get it right now, but I'd like to at some point. Yeah. So when you, when you first bought your car, was there a like was there a mod that you were like, okay, beyond decals? Was there something where you're like, okay, I have to have this mod, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get this? Um, I don't know that there was like one thing in particular that stood out. I like I said, I had a list. Um. I knew I really wanted to get mud flaps because they're functional um, and they look cool, I think. Yeah. Um, another one that was important to me were like the the wind visors that go on the windows so you can keep the windows cracked without having rain come in. Like that was kind of like a style and functionality type thing that I wanted. Um, but I guess like the most important one that I found was probably like upgrading my horns. Cause I don't, you've hit the horn on your car before, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was like something I was like, okay, I need to be louder on the road. How, how loud are Cause you got the hella horns, correct? Yep. So they, they're pretty loud as far as, and they're not as beepy. Beep, beep. Yeah, it um, it kind of deepens the sound, and I honestly couldn't tell you like the decibel increase, but you do not want to be standing in front of it when it comes <laughs> off. Like, pretty sure yeah. when I was testing it, I had like my earphone like head protection. I was like, I'm not going to chance it, and it is pretty loud. So, I recommend that for sure. Okay, yeah. So, so decals are pretty easy to put on, but like something like the Hella Horns, how how. I guess what the what is the difficulty level of installing those on your own? You know, surprisingly, they're not they're not too difficult. It seems like a intimidating thing, especially like to me because I don't have mechanical or engineering or electrical skills. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, it just comes down to removing uh, the front bumper, which is held on by I think like two bolts and probably like twenty clips or so. You take that off get a wiring kit, connect it to your battery. Like it is, it was so simple. It was just time consuming because yeah. you know, you had to take all that stuff off, but and did it, did, and did it come with all the instructions on what you needed to do? It didn't come with any instructions. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> so how did you figure out what you needed to do? Um, I looked on the 2018 plus, uh, cross Trek Facebook group, actually. Um, some people had posted on there with helpful tips and, I went about that that way. Um, but for the most part, it was just, it's pretty much common sense about what connects to what it wasn't 
like yeah. overwhelming by any means. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Cause you know, I mean, I, I kind of want to use this platform as a resource for people who want to do some upgrades and they're like, I don't know what to do. You know, I'm not sure where to go or how to do this or if I'm able to do it. So yeah, that's, that's definitely helpful. Yeah, I definitely recommend that Facebook group. I can't tell you the full name off the top of my head for whatever reason. I can't remember all the details of that, but I use I use that page all the time to ask questions. It's a great resource. So what is what has been your favorite mod so far? Um that was the, that's something like that is just another question. It's like, "Oh man, I love everything that I put on them. That's why I get them, you know?" Yeah. Um, but I'm going to have to say that my favorite has been my, I'm just going to combine them is my lift and my wheels. So I got a, a one, one and a half inch LP adventure lift kit and then BFGs and, um, LP one wheels on it. And that just changed the complete look of the vehicle, which is awesome. And, some of the capabilities when I go to take it off-roading. Yeah. So I really like it. So are you able to, um, there's no rub or anything with that lift and those wheels and tires in the front? Yeah, the smaller of the KO2s. So um, I don't have that issue at all. I don't even think you have to have a lift kit, honestly, to be able to run those without any issues. Because that was something I didn't want to mess with. I was like, I, w- I bought my mud flaps. I want to keep them on. I don't want to have to alter them and take them back off because that's a pain. Like, So yeah, I just so went with the smaller ones. I've seen that where people have said, you know, they added these wheels and tires and lifts or whatever and no rub. So um, <laughs> there's some that they're rubbing a little bit and mm-hmm. they have, like, cut, cut some of the fender out. So depending on the size of the tire and the wheel. Yeah. And to be fair, that's, I mean, it's usually just when you're, I guess, turning or like, you know, all the way, but it was still something like, I just didn't want to have to mess with, you know? Yeah, for sure. So did you have some, but like a repair shop or something install the lift and tires and everything for you? I went the most expensive route you could go. I went through the dealership. (laughs) (laughs) They, uh, they cut me a pretty good deal because they were actually, um, they work with LP adventure. So um, and we had bought two Subarus through them recently, so um, oh, okay. they were happy to work with us on the price. So it wasn't horrible, but I know there's plenty of people out there that actually like know how to install lifts themselves and yeah. say they're not too much. But I'm like I said, I'm not mechanically inclined and I don't have a lift to, yeah. you know, put my vehicle on or anything like that. So I was like, I'll leave it to the professionals for sure. So there have there been any mods that you decided that you wanted to do and then afterwards you're like, mm, I'm not really crazy about that and then took it off? Um, I was trying to think about that. Um, basically, I guess the only ones that I've done and that I've turned around and taken off are really like decals and overlays. And that's, it's not because I don't like them. It's just because I come up with new ideas and I want to test them out, see what I like best. Like when I was working on my branding, I was swapping them off like constantly. Um, but there is one, I guess that I want to do again. It's, it's just an overlay. It's not one I made. Um, but it's like the, um, the Amber delete on the headlights. Okay. And 
Uh, that was one of the first mods I put on and I did not like the shape of it and it was hard to install because I had no experience and it's just, you know, a, a big piece of vinyl. Yeah. Um, so it, it doesn't look great, <laughs> but yeah. I kind of plan to, to make my own at some point, but not here in the middle of winter. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So is there, is there a car that you follow on Instagram? That's like your favorite. Um, there's a couple that I followed either from like before I bought my cross track or, um, just lately that I really enjoy. Um, a couple of them are Valatrek, um, yeah. CT Strady. I apologize if I'm not pronouncing any of these correctly. Um, four by four Subi. Oh yeah. That's and, uh, gearhead Trek. If you see oh, yeah. hers. Yes, yeah. I have. So they're yeah. all just out there, you know, showing all the different capabilities, you know, that a cross track can be. And I love it. Yeah, I think 4x4 Subi was the first one that I really came across and was like, okay, this is, I, and I think he's the one, the reason that I even started an Instagram page in the first place, because I, I don't really remember exactly how and why I started my Instagram page for my car. Cause it's like, it seems <laughs> like if you tell somebody that doesn't own a Crosstrek or a Subaru, cause like there's this awesome Subaru community out there. If you tell somebody like, oh, I have a Instagram page for my car. They're kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm thinking like <laughs> they're probably going, wow, really? You have an Instagram page for your car? You loser. <laughs> so, I know the feeling, <laughs> but I, I think it was four by four Subi that I found because I saw his YouTube videos first. And then I think I went to Instagram and started following him on my other page and then started seeing all these other cross treks and Subarus that had Instagram pages. So once I bought mine, then I was like, hey, I might as well start up a page for my car. Why not? <laughs> you know, yeah, it seemed like people were having fun with it. So I decided to go ahead and do it some cars that you follow that kind of influence things that you've done on your car? Um, yeah, a, a couple of those were like the ones I listed before. Um, but I would say CT Strady was probably the one I followed the closest because I mean, he has a white cross truck. Uh, it was like the closest in style to what I was looking for when something with that mean, aggressive look that looked like it could just take on anything. And yeah. I like that he had like some color combinations, like his white with the light blue. Like I thought that was so cool. Cause you know, you could do any color scheme and I just hadn't seen that one. And so I just, I like to follow and see what he did. Yeah. So, um, if you could go anywhere with your car to explore like off-road, well, whether, whether off-road, like in an off-road park or trails or visit another country, do you, is there a certain place where you're like, I would love to take my car there and just go have some fun? Yes. <laughs> Out West in general is where I want to be. If, yeah. if I could move today, I would. Yeah. Um, but we're actually planning, my husband and I are planning a trip to Utah next summer oh. during a shutdown. So it's going to be my longest road trip in general, just mm -hmm. driving, being in a car, everything longest trip for ghost. Um, but we're going to go visit like the national parks in Utah. And I'm really excited. I 
I also picked up a nice camera recently, so I'm I'm excited to test out my photography skills out there. Yeah. So had you done any photography before or was it just since you bought this car and you're like, I want to play around with this and have some fun with a camera? I mean, I've always loved taking photos, but I've never owned a nice camera. Like I, I use my iPhone 11 for everything. Yeah. Um, but it was time. I was like, you know, I just there's certain things that a phone can't capture. So yeah. I just bit the bullet and got it because I knew I was going to be taking pictures of my car nonstop. That's <laughs> I mean, almost a year in and that hasn't changed. So um, it, it was just time. So I'm guessing is it's it's been, you know, a year and you still walk out to your car every day and you're like, oh, man, I just love this thing. Oh, Yeah. I always have to like turn around and look like one more time. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've, I mean, I've only had my car for three and a half months and I'm, I'm still like that. You know, I walk, walk away from it and I turn around and I'm like, man, that looks good. <laughs> Especially with those eccentric design uh, decals on there now. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. A little plug there. That's how you know you bought the right vehicle though. That's what they always say. Yeah. I, I mean, I... I could just, I would have never imagined liking a car so much. I mean, I knew for years that I wanted a cross track. I'm like, I told myself like, that's my next car. No matter what I have to do, a cross track is the next car I'm going to buy. And, and now I have one and I'm glad. It's well worth the wait, wasn't it? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> is there, is there a place that you've been to with your car so far that is your favorite place to go? Well, uh, yeah, we we didn't do much in, here in Indiana, like because I said there's not much around here. We've taken we've taken it to an off road park, which was fun and scary at the same time. Yeah. But um, my favorite place that we've taken it was actually over the summer. Um, we went to Red River Gorge in Kentucky, and it's super mountainy, all forest. Like it's part of the National Boone national forest i believe and okay. it was just absolutely gorgeous out there there's nothing like you're just in the middle of nowhere um but i had a lot of fun with that and that was the longest trip i had taken the car on yeah i had i think i had my car for three weeks and there's a place um, um north of houston that i took it to and i got out there and it was very sandy and I had just watched, like maybe a couple of days before, I had just watched 4x4 Subi out in some sand dunes getting stuck in the sand. And then he had ended up taking some air out of his tires. But I was, I was thinking about that I was, as I was driving around in the sand. I'm like, I hope I don't get stuck. <laughs> that would suck. I was by myself, no recovery track, oh, nothing. It's 100% stock. Which it still is, but um, yeah, I was. It was a little scary, but it was still fun. Hey, but you made it through. That's awesome. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, it was. I took my son with me, so that was that was super cool. And we weren't there for very long because it was. It's more of a place for like ATVs and stuff and big trucks. I was like out there with my tiny little, you know, stock Subaru Crosstrek, and I pulled up to the gate, and the guy was. I asked the guy, I was like, "So am I like?" just totally crazy for wanting to bring this car out here. And he's looking down and he's like, well, your tires, you know, probably may not be the best, but uh, you never know. He said some Mercedes came out here. This all wheel drive Mercedes came out here and tore it up. Oh, wow. uh, so, you know, go ahead. I'm not, I'm, you know, I've been told not to turn anybody away. 
So I drove out there and I think we were only out there for like maybe 35 minutes or something. And then I drove out and he was like, that's it. You're done. I'm like, well, I just, just kind of wanted to go through and, you know, test it out and see what it was like. So, but it was, it was definitely fun. Yeah. That sounds really similar to my experience with the off-road park because um, I just didn't know what to expect and I didn't want to push it, you know, for the first time around. So we had somebody that turned around and was like, oh, you're taking the Subi out there. Nice. And it was a lot of fun. We we had the area to ourselves and we actually um, we saw a person out there. (laughs) They were flagging us down. Apparently they had tipped their ATV. And they couldn't get it flipped back over, but he had a winch on it. So we just hooked it up to the front tow hook on the Crosstrek. And Crosstrek was a great giant paperweight and <laughs> helped get it flipped back over. So oh, we felt pretty accomplished. <laughs> so do you have your little tow hook like permanently in the front of your car at that point? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. That's good. Um, were there were there any other colors in consideration when you bought your car? Um and like, were there any colors that you're like, I'm definitely not going to buy that color? Um, I think going in, I knew I was going to get white, which was kind of surprising because anytime I've seen a white car, I've just been like, oh, that's what boring people get. Like, you have no personality, <laughs> you know, yeah. this and that. And but there's just something about it when I saw all the different ones on Instagram and just what you could do to your cross track to make it your own. I was like, white's the color for me. But if I had to choose another color, it probably would be silver because, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's similar enough, but it's just a little bit of color. Um, the ultimate color, if Subaru would listen to its customers about this, would be um, a green. Like, I love the Forester green and the the green that's on the Outbacks. Yeah. I would love for them to do the Crosstrek in that color. Yeah, like the new colors. Okay, I'm kind of torn about that plasma yellow. It looks cool in some lighting, other lighting. I think I'd be like, okay, I'm sick of this. But yeah. Um, in terms of color, I guess that I wouldn't get probably orange. Um, I know it's super popular, but it's just it's too much for me. Too bright. Like I had an orange bedroom growing up. Like I I don't need. any more orange in my life like i don't know (laughs) yeah it's funny because the first cross trek i ever remember seeing was orange Mm -hmm. i was i was coming back from work or coming back from lunch um at work and i was coming down these um stair the stairwell in the parking garage and i turned the corner and i see this orange cross trek and i was like what the heck is that and because i had no idea i'd never seen one before this was 2013 which i think was when the first year that they were released in the U.S. was 2013. I think they started selling yep. them at the end of 2012, but it was a 2013 model, if I'm correct. But I saw it, and I was like, I saw all the black accents on it. And I think that's what really kind of drew me to it, was the orange color, but then also the black accents and how that, that those how it just looked going together. It just There was just something about it, and I was kind of hooked after that. I totally agree. I think the contrast that is on the Crosstrek is fantastic. And I think that was a big point for me too, wanting to get that. Yeah, it didn't matter what color you get because you'd have that contrast. Yeah, I just, that's... 
the word I like I the white and black combo the best because it's exactly so bold, I guess. Me too. I've always liked, I remember a long time ago seeing a Mustang that was white and it had black wheels, dark tinted windows. And I just loved that black and white contrast. And so like, I love the black accents cross trick. So like for me, like, Annual transmission. So that was like the most important thing for me. And then I just wanted the base model. But there was a khaki blue one that was available at a dealership in San Antonio. But there was a there was somebody that was looking at it the day I was talking to my salesman. And he said that the sales manager there said, if these people don't buy it today, then you can have it. And they ended up buying it. So then they had to go find another one for me which was like four and a half hours north of Houston at another dealership. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cause there's six dealerships in Houston and none of them had manual cross tracks. So wow. they, they found this white one, it was available. So my sales salesman drove up and traded one of their cars for that one up there and drove mine back. But I didn't want black. Like that was one that I wouldn't have just because you couldn't really get that great contrast of those black accents against another color. And then like the main color. And then I wouldn't want red because I just hate red cars. <laughs> I just don't like the way they look. Now I've seen some of the cross tracks that are red and I'm like, okay, that doesn't look so bad. And I don't know, maybe it's just because it's a cross track and now I'm part of this community. And now when I see them, I'm like, okay, that actually looks kind of nice. But mm -hmm. for the most part, I've generally not liked red cars. I don't know how I forgot about the red because I definitely would have put that on my list. I actually do really like red, but it has to be the right shade. Like I'm not a fire hydrant red type person. Yeah. I like the deeper colors. Same here. Yeah. Where it's almost kind of like closer to maroon, you know? Yeah. Like a deeper red for sure. Have you, um, have you found any other Crosstrek or Crosstreks or Subarus in or near your community that you've connected with and gone on drives with? Cause I see all the time on Instagram, I see like all these people getting together and going out on trails, you know, at least like two, three, four, five, six cars and more sometimes. And they get together and they go on these, you know, these treks. <laughs> yeah. I think that is so cool. Um, but unfortunately I have not been able to do any of that. Um, surprisingly, I mean, I live in the city where the Subarus are built. <laughs> like you would think I'd have so many like Subaru friends in general. Um, yeah. but, uh, I guess I was like mainly trying to find cross track people nearby and it was super hard. Um, like I see them on the road all the time, but we didn't have a Facebook group for Indiana at all for cross treks. Yeah. Um, Chicago has its own group. So I joined that. Um, I actually ended up making a Facebook group for um, the Hoosier cross trek club so yeah. that we could all kind of start getting together and hopefully plan something down the road. But, you know, with COVID happening, it kind of killed any plans you could have made. Yeah. So. Well, you can all be in your individual cars and just drive around. <laughs> I mean, that is true, <laughs> but it's it's kind of hard to initially oh, meet people, you know. Yeah, you don't want to just like, get out. Exactly, you don't want to just pull up and beep beep hi. <laughs> yeah, you want to be able to get out and talk to people and stuff. No, I know. Right. Um. So I guess we can switch gears a little bit and talk about your small business that you have because you um you you're the owner of Eccentric Designs. 
And so what, what is it that made you decide to start doing these decals? And then like, what is your goal with it? Um, well, the passion started with my cross trek on my own. Um, I started making all the decals I could think of for my vehicle because it was something I was capable of doing and enjoyed. Um, I noticed that there at the time wasn't a lot of choices out there. Um, and it's like a lot of the same products, which they look great, but you know, if you're like me, you want to be a little bit more unique on the road, um, and kind of have your own little flair. Um, so I was making a bunch of designs, swapping them out, you know, just doing my Instagram thing on my personal page. And I would occasionally have people reach out and, you know, ask where something was from. And I would tell them, oh, I actually make that. And, you know, here and there, I'd have people buy stuff from me. Um, And then it took off a little more. And I decided to go ahead and just make an Instagram for it because I just kind of wanted to, you know, show off, you know, if people had photos that they were taking, I wanted to share them there. Yeah. And after that, it was kind of like, um, I had people across the entire Subaru community reaching out like, okay, we see all the cross track stuff. Like <laughs> where's the Forester? And it became a much bigger thing. So do, do you do decals for all, um, models of Subarus? I'm working on it. I, I originally just started with the 2018 cross track because that's, you know, that's the generation that I own is the 2018 plus. Yeah. And I was like, I can test all this stuff on my own. Um, and then my dad got a Forester and then I was like, oh, okay, well I can at least, you know, do some designs that way. And, uh, it kind of, I just kept having more and more people were like, okay, where's the Outback? Where's the Impreza? And I'm like, okay, well, let me put together a game plan. And, you know, through some amazing people in the community who were product testers, um, we were able to actually come up with uh, designs that can be used on both generations of Crosstreks, uh, Impreza hatchbacks, Foresters, uh, and Outbacks. So, I mean, going forward, the the plan is to have like the WRX on there and the Ascent. Um, pretty much anything from 2010 up, I would love to have on there to give people an option. So. Yeah. That's what I'm working towards. That's good. Yeah. That way, you know, people don't feel left out and, but I know you have to get started somewhere and it's not like you can just overnight have decals for every, you know, every vehicle. And I'm sure you've got dimensions that you have to kind of, you know, get a hold of so that you're making sure that you're doing the, the decals the right size. Right. It's like, I wish I had a buddy at like my local dealership. Cause I'm like, you know, if I had access to these vehicles, that would be fantastic. Cause it, otherwise it's just a strategy of what you can get a hold of and who's willing to help you. Like it's a very community driven business. Um, and I love that that's the way it is. Um, but it does take some time to, to get out there and get more products for more when people. Did you, when did you kind of officially launch the business? I launched it in the beginning of May of this year. Um, I, I didn't have a business name at the time. I was just going by, I think it was like cross Trek custom designs. Like that's what I would put on the invoice. I'd send people. And cause it, I was just like, I wanted to do it cause it was fun. I wanted to give people the opportunity to get whatever they wanted made. 
Um, and then I kind of sat down and I thought about it more. I was like, okay, do I want to make this a little more legit and try out Etsy? Cause I had never done anything like that. Um, yeah. And so that's when I started to formulate the brand eccentric, uh, eccentric designs. So how did you come up with the name for it? So, uh, I love a good play on words. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of mixed together, you know, the word accent and then, you know, trek, which can either mean cross trek or, you know, an adventure of some sort. Combine those together was eccentric, but it also sounds like the word eccentric with an E, which uh-huh. just means kind of out there, unique, kind of doing their own thing. And so I was like, bingo that's it like that's the name (laughs) yeah no that's a good name it's very catchy and i like that yeah thank you you're welcome um so did did you have your own printer for like how did you go about when you first started doing stuff for yourself i mean you obviously have to have vinyl and then you have to have something to print it on and then you have to be able to design it so how did all that kind of come together for you Um, Well, I had already had some vinyl because I had been working on stuff on my own and I have a cutter um, that, you know, does all the cutting for the vinyl. Uh, Luckily, as a graphic full time graphic designer for a small company, um, I have access to the design program. So I would build my design, put it into the program that my cutter reads and feed the vinyl in. And that's how I do my products. Nice. Yeah, that works out well. Um, And you obviously do custom decals, as I've seen, because that's that's how I found out about or that's kind of how I came up with the idea of asking you to do one with the outline of Texas, because I saw somebody else that was uh, you had posted on your page and it looked like the outline of another state or something. And I was just like, I wonder if she can do Texas. And that's when I reached out to you. And sure enough, now I have my Texas decals yeah. on. I was, I was very intimidated by putting them on because it was like squirted with like 5%, you know, water and or 5% soap and water. And then, you know, rub it on the back a little bit and then you can move it around. I'm like, man, that sounds like, like I might mess it up. But once I actually did it, it was so easy. And it was really, you know, it's easy to get them on and getting that little squeegee definitely helped. Um, oh yeah, and then uh, they're very sturdy because I've taken it through a car wash that has brushes twice now, and they hold up. Shame so. on you! <laughs> just I know. <laughs> I was scared. I was like, "Oh crap!" I thought it was. It was one of those things where it was kind of like a one-way thing where you drive through, and it's like once you're through there, you're kind of committed. And mm-hmm. I thought it. I thought it was a touchless car wash. And I was like, oh, no, this is not a touchless car wash. This may not end well. <laughs> so, but no, they they held up really well. And I've done it twice now. Okay. So I don't plan to do that. But I, when I was going through there, they were having issues with their credit card machine. And it charged me twice. So they ended up giving me a voucher to come back for like an upgraded car wash. So I'm like, I might as well go back. Right. So, yeah. So but from now on, I'll try to wash it on my own. <laughs> I'm only giving you a hard time. I always used to run my car, my Beetle. I barely ever washed it, to be honest. Like, I was not a car person. Um, But the cross track is a whole other story. Hand washing it and treating it like a little baby. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So what what has been your most popular decal or decals that people have ordered? 
Um, I would say the Crosstrek products in general for the 2018 and current are the most popular um, since I guess that's what I started with. And the main uh, one that sells, I guess, is the forest rear reflector overlays. So like your Texas ones, it's just the forest design. Um, Those are very popular. And then um, surprisingly, uh, Subaru stripes have been a very popular thing lately. Um, so the fender hash stripes like that I have on ghost, um, you can get those in all sorts of colors and I see them all over from cross treks to a sense. Like it's so cool. Like that's no longer just a Dodge or Ford thing. It's like anyone can do it. If you want your car to look sporty, put them on there. Yeah, I know. I was driving, I think it was yesterday or the day before, and I saw a Dodge um, Challenger, and I was like, wait a minute. I never really, like, paid attention to those until now. You yeah. Know? So what is, is that kind of where the idea came from, is, like, I want to give it a little sporty look and did those decals? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Um, I had saw a friend had done it on Instagram and on her Forester, And I was like, Oh, that that's really neat. And I ended up just making my own just on a whim, just thought, you know, let's just slap these on here, see how they look. And I fell in love because I was like, Oh, I didn't realize the front end was missing something. And it's just, just add a little more character and that sporty side that I was really wanting, I guess. Yeah. And I was because I was thinking about them from my car, because I think that would look cool. And then you said something about the pinstripe on my car. You noticed that I have a pinstripe. And I was thinking, I don't know that those would look that great with the pinstripe. They would kind of contrast with it. So I, I know, know I know that when I talked to the, the guy, the um, salesman at the dealership, he said that you can pull that pinstripe off as long as it hasn't been on there for too terribly long. But he said, you know, he said sometimes when they do the pinstriping, it ends up coming off eventually anyway. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, honestly, I didn't even know you had it on there until I saw one of your pictures where it had the close up of like the back end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to have to look at more pictures and <laughs> and you know take yeah. a closer look. Yeah. So I, I don't know because he said that's not a common thing that they do. He said it was kind of rare that they put that pinstripe on there. Yeah, I honestly have never seen that on a cross track. I know people who have wanted to do it. Um, but yeah, I've just never seen it on there. So are you, are you other than doing more uh, or decals and expanding the product line for different Subaru vehicles? Are you do you have anything in like that you've been thinking about, uh, like different products other than just decals? Um. I think for the most part, I probably will just stick with decals. It's, you know, it's something I'm comfortable doing and enjoy. I feel like I have limitless ideas when it comes to comes to it. But um, I made on a whim those Ghost Trek pins, the little soft enamel ones. Um, I made that design and went through a company that actually like made them. And that was just like a fun little new thing to to put on there. But um I don't know. I haven't really thought of anything else that I really am passionate about making and selling that's related to Subarus. So do you have some ideas floating around of new decals that you want to play around with? Um, I guess my main focus still right now is just getting, you know, the, 
the nature series that I have with the forest, the desert and the ocean mm-hmm. and getting those across all the different product lines. Okay. Um, but I really want to focus more on like modern designs, like for people who aren't necessarily like into the nature scene that are more of like a street driver that, you know, wants something like that. So um, I'm kind of thinking of new ideas because I have a few designs for the Impreza and the uh, first gen Crosstrek that are more of like the modern theme. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to expand that to the other lines as well. Or like if somebody lives in a big city and it's really flat and there aren't any mountains and they just want like a skyline of their city. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've, I've thought about things like that too, you know? Um, yeah. They're all good ideas. I guess one thing that I have been telling a few people that I, I do want to work on selling at some point would be, um, you remember I had said earlier that I was going to replace my Amber delete that is on my yeah. headlights. Um, that's something I want to offer because it's, it's like one of those mods that's, it's intimidating. It's kind of like you said with the rear reflectors at first, it's like, okay, I gotta do this, gotta do that just right. Um, but it's like almost even more complicated because it's twice or three times the size of a reflector. Um, so I've been thinking of new ways to like simplify that process and make it easier. So somebody who isn't familiar with working with vinyl can do it and feel confident about doing it because i mean that's a huge part of my company like i want i want any person to be able to feel comfortable installing these products i don't want you to feel like you have to go buy this and then go take it to a shop to install it like yeah to me that defeats the purpose um but yeah that's pretty much (laughs) i want to be able to make it simple for people well, and being, being able to do something on their own makes it a lot more enjoyable, too, and then they feel more part of their car if it's something they can, like, I put my hands into this, and I put my hands on it, and I put it on my car. I didn't have to rely exactly. on somebody else doing it. So, yeah, I, I really like that concept. Um, do, you, do you have any customers that have bought, like, the most decals from you, or is it kind of spread out through your whole customer base? Um, I have a couple people who have actually, you know, been there from the beginning. Um, I have a good buddy. I'll give him a little shout out. Cross Trek Matt. Um, mm-hmm. He was there before eccentric designs became a thing. And he's continued to be an awesome support. Um, anytime I come up with something new, he wants to check it out. Um, and I just have a, a couple friends that are like that who have, you know, found out about the business and have supported it throughout its entirety of, you know, its entire seven months of existence, but yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really yeah. awesome feeling. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's a, so what did, do you have a favorite decal that you've put on your car? Oh yeah. Um, my, my logo, my ghost truck logo is hands down my favorite design. Um, yeah. just because it's 100% unique to my vehicle. Um, I have it in like, let's say like 10 different spots on my vehicle. And my husband's like, you need to chill out. Like that's, that's a little obsessive. I was like, but it's awesome. Yeah. I got it on a yeah. water bottle. You know, I got it on a face mask. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, so I know you had a, a different design for your logo or before the ghost before that, did you have any other ones or was it just the two? Um, I just had the Mario boo on there, but I was, 
I was very conflicted about that because, you know, as a graphic designer, I, I shouldn't ever be having copyrighted material on my vehicle that yeah. I don't own. And yeah. it finally got to me as like, cause before it was just me, it was my vehicle, me driving around. But once it gained more popularity on Instagram, um, then I was like, okay, yeah, it's time to make it something my own. And I wanted to do that. Um, so it was just those two designs that I've had. No. Okay. Do you have to, do you have, um, other plans for the business besides just coming up with new decals and, um, you know, the, uh, expanding to different vehicles? Cause I know you have the Etsy shop. Are you ex- planning to expand that into something else? Um, the Etsy shop will, uh, stay as is. Uh, I just recently, rebranded everything on it. Um, but I'm actually working on developing an official website for the company. Um, that way it's, it's easier to tie everything together. Cause I like, I like promoting through Instagram. Um, and I'd like to promote through Facebook, but with Etsy, it's, it's not necessarily the easiest thing to do. Cause if you try to do it, it's like, Oh, you don't own Etsy. Well, I'm like, well, of course I don't own Etsy, yeah. but, um, so I've just been working on actually making an official website where, um, there's better explanations, things that, you know, I can't do on Etsy. I mm-hmm. want to do on this website, a lot more detail, a lot more hands-on like FAQs, um, shout outs to my product testers who have been there to make this a realization, shout out to my brand reps, um, a whole system for, you know, making requests for custom stuff. Yeah. So that's my big project right now is getting that live. And I'm hoping, fingers crossed, um, to have it live by the first of the new year. And then once you set up that website and get that live, will you still have the Etsy shop or will everything purchases and everything go through the website? Yeah, I'm going to keep the Etsy shop. Um, I think there's still you know, plenty of people that only stumble across the business because they're, you know, searching in cross track accessories on Etsy. So yeah. I definitely think there's a benefit to just leaving it on there. But people will be able to purchase through your website, correct? Yep. They'll okay. be able to purchase through either. Okay. That's good. So where can people, so people can find you in your Etsy shop on Instagram and Facebook. Is there, is that it? Or do you have a Twitter account or is it just those three? I don't do the Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me neither. So, yeah, it's it's mainly Instagram. Uh, Facebook presence isn't much, to be honest, but I'm on there, you know. Um, Instagram and Etsy are where you'll find everything right now. Okay, and I guess Instagram is probably the best way to kind of get in contact with you if somebody has some custom needs or just wants a decal. Yeah, either way, honestly. Um I'm responsive on both of those. I'm always checking them. All right, cool. Well, thank you for being on the very first Subaru and you podcast. So thank you so much for having me. It's been quite the honor. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, you know, we kind of had like a little rapport going and everything and I enjoy, you know, purchasing your um, decals and, uh, very, very thankful for you doing custom decals. Cause that's, you know, that's huge. Cause if somebody's like, Oh, well, she has these decals, but I don't really like any of these. Like they don't really 
you know, call to me and I don't really associate with those. So for me, being a native Texan, getting the Texas decals was super cool. And then having the Houston skyline, because I had, I was saw so many people that had like a mountain range on the back of their car. I'm like, I don't live anywhere near mountains. So it would be, (laughs) I love mountains. Like mountains are my favorite thing ever in the world, but it doesn't do me any good to have mountains on my car because I don't live anywhere near mountains. So. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that I'm able to help you out with that. I mean, that's the whole reason I do it is, is to help others personalize their vehicle in whatever way they want to. Yeah. Well, it's cool. Thank you so much for, for being on the podcast and I really enjoyed it. And I hope that, you know, a lot of people will hear this and, you know, you'll get some more business from it and, and just the people that already follow you will enjoy it. And, um, you know, like what they, they hear and kind of get to know about you a little bit more than they already do. So, which was kind of the purpose of, of doing this podcast. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for the opportunity. And like I said, I'm excited to share this, that this whole new podcast, like that's a whole new adventure. And I'm glad that our passions kind of work to come together to do this. Yeah. I mean, I started off when I started doing my other podcast, I was super passionate about it and I still am. Um, and then as soon as I bought my cross trek, like I said, within like three days, I'm like, I want to do another podcast. <laughs> I just, I enjoy doing the podcast and I enjoyed having my car within three days. I was just like, man, I love this thing. And I think there's something there. So yeah, super cool. Very, very honored to have you as my first guest. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, we did it. The first episode of the Subaru and You podcast. Thanks for listening in. Um, Click the subscribe button and also share it with others and uh, come back for more episodes because there will be more. So hope everybody had a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I hope this year, 2021, is going to be better for everyone around the world. So, um, you know, reach out to people if they're still struggling and, um, you know, let them know it's going to be okay and help them out if you can. Uh, So anyway, I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. I want to give a shout out to Claire Carreras for providing the intro and outro music. Also, check out her business, uh, her website, White Rhino Bags. You can also find White Rhino Bags on Instagram.